Welcome back. This is Needed Conversations with Ryan and Victoria Cole. Thanks for joining us for another episode today. Today, we're going to just kind of talk and recap over what we've been talking for a few weeks now, which was incredible because we just came out of a three-day challenge called Praying Your I Do's. We did it for the married folks and we had a great response. So for those of you who joined us, thank you. For those of you who have not joined us, you can definitely join our Facebook group and rewatch those videos as well because those were really powerful. Three days of prayer that we did yes. to devote to our to praying for our spouses. Yeah, you can go right now to moremostforever.com and that is just a list of all of our marriage resources. Whether you're single or you're married already, there's um, stuff for you to engage in. And right now we are in a big push releasing uh, content for married couples. For a long time, we focused a lot of our energy on singles and helping them to date well, and we con are gonna continue that. But now we are focusing a lot of our attention on married couples, helping them unravel the mess of their relationships and the challenges and help them overcome. And our first offering we thought would be so important to do was prayer. Mm -hmm. Praying is a, a vital part of the health of your relationship. Not only praying for your spouse, but praying with your spouse and building a culture of prayer in your home that you can pass to your children. And so those three days were so powerful. And I've put those along with the three prayer guides with with scripted declarations um, covering a wide range of topic there at moremostforever.com. You'll see the big banner that says praying your I do's. If you haven't already uh, done it, you can start anytime. Say, let's choose these three days, honey. And every evening, let's pray together using this content. And we've got all of the teaching from our last um, podcasts. But um, all of this leading to um, what we are doing this Saturday. Why don't you tell them about it? Yeah, so the three-day challenge that we did was kind of leading up to uh, this workshop that we're hosting this Saturday called Marriage with a Mission. Yes. It's going to be so incredible because we have noticed a big need for couples figuring out a way to go in parallel paths, as we have said before, that two lines crossing one another are infatuated at one point and then they cross paths. So we are teaching you how to run those two straight lines together. That doesn't mean that you lose your individuality, but marriage requires you to create a mission. Every marriage should have a mission statement and yours is going to have a very particular one. So we want to give you the blueprint and how to create that. And we're doing it this Saturday. It's going to be awesome. You can join us on the website, uh, ryancoleempowerment.com slash, slash marriage, marriage mission. mission. And Ryan is over here adding on so that I don't I mess this up. <laughs> but uh, you can sign up. It's only, what, $49.00. Uh, and it's for both of you. So it's for both of you to learn how to write a mission statement for your family. You want to allot the time in the morning. We're going to do it uh, a morning session and then we'll give you a break during the afternoon so you can have lunch together and then we'll come back together um, again Um mid-afternoon that way you guys have an evening free on Saturday but we want to give you guys the tools to be able to write your mission statement for your marriage it's so important and it's going to help you so much in your communication and in your collaboration together yeah and I want to push it a step further you know 
not just one statement. When you say mission statement, we're not talking about just writing a sentence and saying, okay, this is what our marriage is about, but really writing a full in-depth vision for where you're going. Because everybody asks that question at some point in every relationship, where is this thing going? And so on October the 9th, we're going to spend one day with you workshopping. We're going to have two teaching sessions, one interactive sessions with the other couples on the the line. It's virtual. So um, no matter where you are in the world, you can engage. We're going to be starting at um, 10 in the morning and we're going to move through to lunch and then give you some activations and some questions and stuff that you can do over lunch with your spouse to begin writing out that vision. We're going to break it down in three to four areas so that it's not overwhelming for you, but it's really going to help you um, bring a little momentum to your relationship. Um, I think that what you said was so true. If you are not focused on something relentlessly together, then your marriage will turn two of, of uh, or turn two ways towards one another where there will be disappointment because you quickly find out your spouse cannot meet your needs mm-hmm. 100% of the way. Mm-hmm. We can support each other and of course, you know, serve one another, but our needs are only met in Christ and the purpose fulfilling that purpose that he put inside of us. Or you're going to turn the other way, right? You're going to turn inward and you're going to put all of your attention on yourself and the relationship is going to become, what can I get out of it versus what can I contribute to yes. it? Mm-hmm. But when you build a mar- marriage on a mission, you're not focused on one another and, and this uh, obsession. Neither are you focused on yourself, but you're focused on the greater purpose that he that God has given both of you to accomplish in the world. So during these sessions, we're going to help you build that kind of marriage that you've always dreamed of, helping you develop and write a vision for your marriage. Um, you know, when I talk about vision, most people think about business or that's pretty much where the world of vision is. And it's like about making money and have a vision to produce, you know, businesses that bring in money. All of that is a part. It's only a portion of vision writing. Vision writing includes your health and your wellness. It includes um, your dating life and and your recreation together and and how you're going to explore the world and, uh, and embark on new adventures. And, and also, how are you going to contribute to the greater good of your community as a whole and serve together. So it's so much more than just, you know, writing a vision for a business. So we're going to help you write a, a vision for your marriage. And this time of year is the perfect time to do it. For us, mm-hmm. it's because it's our anniversary and we've set it uh, as kind of a routine every single year. So you'll literally be journeying with us. Our anniversary is at the end of this month, of course, October 27th. And, um, so we've done that every single year, but for everybody, I think this is a great time because most people start thinking about their new year on January one, right. Mm -hmm. Or those days leading up to January one, right after Christmas. And you really don't know what your year is going to be like. And so your year is what it is. And we try to make these resolutions or lose weight or this or that, but we really don't have a strategy as to how we're going to do it. And we approach it nonchalantly. And, you know, really, I think the statistics are horrendous about the number of people who let go of New Year's resolutions. But if you set in motion right now a vision writing strategy and develop all of uh, and pull all of the things together that you need, come January 1, you can hit the ground 
running with your spouse with an accelerated momentum and accomplish a lot Mm -hmm. um, in in the year that's, that's to come, 2022. Yeah, you know, I've always said that we started when we first got married, which is going on eight years now. Uh, we started with a little paragraph, but now we're up to three pages. So at first, it, be, it can sound very overwhelming. And this is why we want to break it down for you. So it's easy for you not to sit there and ponder and figure out what the categories are and how to actually figure out to communicate through this whole process. So we want to give you the blueprint. So it's so much easier for you to just communicate with one another what it is that both of you want to accomplish and what is the full mission of uh, your uh, family and what you're going to tell your children, you know, to follow through with. And so we want you to join this because it's going to be powerful. That's right. Um, And so what are you going to get? You're going to get two teaching sessions, an interactive session, and you're going to get some PDF guides to help you write your vision together with your spouse. And it's all for $49. You don't want to miss it. Go to ryancoleempowerment.com slash marriage mission. The links are in the description. There's no excuse as to why you can't be a part of this. Um, And it's going to radically transform the way that you look at your spouse, the way that you do life together in general. So yeah. And I also wanted to say that a lot of people say they struggle with communicating together this is where it's going to really help you to communicate with one another. It's going to alleviate so much frustration. I know that it does that same, it did that same thing for us, even throughout our seasons as we moved from job to job, as we became parents, as we became parents of two, you know, dealing with loss, it really helped us to communicate and um, alleviate one each other's burdens. So yeah, for sure. Um, so let's talk about uh, praying your I do's uh, and what happened over these three days. What were what were some special moments for you? I mean, it's always nice to have, you know, couples on there just sharing their testimony. And we had two couples on there uh, this time around, of course, our mentors and our covering Pastor uh, Mark and Glenda White. And they're so precious and they're so anointed, I feel like. Every time they get on camera, we have had so many people message us and say, I just feel that anointing come through the camera. I mean, I'm just sitting here crying, you know, because you feel that you feel that the anointing on their life, you could tell that they're living that out of the purity of their heart. And it's coming through the waves of, uh, you know, the frequency and whatever. So we, we really enjoyed them. And then we had Pastor Jermaine and Ashley and both of them, you know, shared wisdom nuggets. And we also uh, were able to encourage some couples that are dealing with a lot of issues. Um, But yeah, that's something that I really enjoy is having that interaction. Yeah, I think that's profoundly important for every couple that they have a marriage mentor. Um, We talk about mentors um, as kind of an individualized thing, maybe even an industry specific thing, but your marriage needs someone to keep you accountable and a couple that you can look to Mm -hmm. trusted um, that's been there, that's walked the path that is really firmly rooted in Christ, right? All relationships need boundaries, but in terms of, of a mentorship relationship, someone to call you out and challenge you that you can look to and just really respect their lifestyle. Um, And that's what we have always seen in Pastor Mark and Glenda. We also see it in our parents' marriage, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, we have surrounded ourselves with a lot of strong couples. 
In fact, in our singles course, we had several of our marriage mentors come on to pour into these single people. Um, and no matter if you're single or married, get you a marriage mentor right now. Um, meaning put yourself around people that you can observe their relationships and, and glean from and watch those husbands and watch those wives and how they treat one another. Pastors Mark and Glenda have been married for going on 50 years. Um, and my parents have been going on 37, something like that. And, and when, when we got engaged, it was actually on my grandparents' anniversary. I think it was their 63rd wedding mm -hmm. anniversary, something like that. Um, so we, from the beginning, have surrounded ourselves with with strong marriages uh, because you are who you surround yourself with. Um, and if you come from a, a single parent household, I know that your parents have done the best that they can, but you've also got to get yourself around people who have had strong marriages as well. And that's not to speak badly about your mom or your dad or anything like that. It's just the reality of the lack of example that you've had before you. And we are, we're that for a lot of you guys, mm -hmm. you know, mentoring you. And what we want to get you to is the place where you're able to mentor other couples mm -hmm. and complete this process, not only with your children, but with people in your community. There are so many people who are looking for godly examples. And we have to raise the standard in our nation for what it means to have a healthy, thriving marriage. And we are on a mission to help eradicate that divorce rate in the Christian community. We cannot say we profess Christ and have just as high, if not higher, of a divorce rate in our community. Mm -hmm. If we say that this is the strategies that we are living by, the principles of the kingdom, the, the Christian uh, value system, and we don't actually live by it, then we're hypocrites. We have to raise the standard in how we date and how we marry, um, or else we're going we're gonna to lose a generation uh, to the faith. And mm -hmm. my children are going to have a strong example because they can look at their mom and I. Yeah. And it's not like you have to breathe the mentor's uh, neck. You know, you don't have to walk around them uh, like you're their tail. For sure. You can definitely glean. We glean from people that we've never met before. We've just seen their marriage. We've seen their children and how their children serve in the Lord. You see that example. And yes. that's not to say that they don't have their faults and, you know, shortcomings. I think we all do. And I think it's important not to put them in this replacement of a God. You right. know, you want to make sure that you're having the personal relationship with God. But it's always great to have somebody that you can look up to, always go to if you need to ask questions, um, you know, a lot of times the enemy wants to keep us in the dark and keep us in a place of ignorance and feeling like that's that's our reality and this is normal. And sometimes when we get in the community of people that have healthy relationships, it gives us a different perspective. It's like, wow, for these years, I thought this was the right way because that's how I grew up. And so there's just this exchange. It's honestly an exchange whenever you're getting around healthy relationships that, you know, we pour into you, you pour into us. I mean, we find encouragement just hearing these marriages and how all these resources that we're providing are, you know, changing the couple's uh, relationships and giving, uh, getting them stronger. And so that encourages us as well. So there's definitely this exchange that happens. And that's exactly what God intends us for do, uh, for us to have is just this exchange that we both 
kind of gleaned from one another. Yeah. Mentorship is a, a, a two-way street. Yeah. There are many people that that consider me a mentor, um, but in our conversations, I get as much out of it as they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Simon Sinek, he is a leadership guru really preaches that, you know, that mentorship is not a, you're better than me and I'm lesser than you kind of situation. It's really this beautiful relationship that you have as you, you know, edge one another on in the Lord. And when it comes to having marriage mentors, it's also um, liberating in a sense, because marriage can tend to be very isolating, especially if you have a marriage that is struggling. Mm -hmm. You want to keep up this depiction of who you are as a couple to the world. And really just um, even before you let let your struggles out uh, to marriage mentors, being able to have these conversations where you hear that, oh, wow, even them and, and how perfect I consider their marriage, they have trouble communicating too, mm-hmm. or they argue, or their yeah. kids are not perfect all the time. And it's kind of liberating, not not in the sense of that you want to stay that way because everybody else yeah. has struggled or with Or you it. want to hear somebody struggle so that you feel better about yourself, no. but you're not going to do anything about but it. But <laughs> it's about you know being able to... Rid yourself of the shame and say, listen, this is a normal process process that we're in, a normal a part of that human experience, especially in marriage, when the two flesh are becoming one, that can be a messy situation, mm-hmm. merging two lives. And it doesn't happen instantly. It doesn't really even happen in the first two or three years. And if your relationship isn't intentional, it could take longer than that mm-hmm. because this is two um, totally different people who think totally different thoughts and bringing those two under one common vision. And that is not an easy process, but it's possible. And Christ empowers you to do it. Yeah. And that's why we were talking about prayer, how important it is, because it brings you uh, as a person in alignment. Uh, Pastor Mark was saying, you know, when we would have arguments, we would stop and we would pray. And he said, it's very hard to stay angry at one another when you're coming before the Lord. You know what I mean? Because it really gets you into a place like, well, that's not a right thinking. You know, the Holy Spirit starts convicting you of you didn't, you know, act right here. And it's not like he's trying to be forceful and you have to do these steps of rules to fulfill, you know, a law or whatever. But you know, in your heart of hearts that that's not, you're not in the right place. And And even if you're right, quote unquote, about a situation it will soften your attitude yeah. and break that pride. And at least help you to uh, see that person's point of view as well. So that's why we, you know, leading up to all of this, we wanted to do prayer challenge because that's something a lot of couples struggle with. I've had messages of people send me, send me after the uh, three days of prayer that we did. And they're like, wow, this is so good. Um, you know, it's something that we've not done ourselves and so it was a great starting point and hopefully people will continue to do that because that really helps to uh you know this mission statement that you will create also helps to create the prayer agenda so a lot of times people approach marriage and they think i don't know how to pray for my spouse or what are we praying for and so this is why all of these little pieces are kind of working together you know whenever we help you create this mission statement now you're going to know exactly what to pray for so we encourage you to join that um, workshop because it's going to be powerful yeah and as i've taught on prayer before we have a priestly role and a kingly role yeah the priestly role is one where you go to god through questions and supplication and that's the role you take leading into developing 
a yearly vision for Mm -hmm. your marriage. Mm -hmm. And when you get that vision from God and you write it down, that dictates to your prayer agenda as a king, because you're going to start making declarations about this stuff that God has showed you. Mm-hmm. And those things are going to hold weight and value when you pray them because you know that they came from God. They're not of your own opinion. They're not of your own desires, but he gave it to you. One of the other really special moments, I think, from the Praying Your I Do's challenge was when Pastor Mark told this um, pointed story and pulled in a scripture, just talking about how challenging it can be when both spouses feel like that they're running on empty and they have nothing left to give to the other spouse. And so, you know, before we round out this podcast, I want to add that excerpt. So listen to Pastor Mark tell this story and be encouraged in your marriage. I use this illustration often. We all have what I call as loving cups. It's who we are and it's the nectar of our personality. And, and we meet someone and we go, hey, would you like to taste my loving cup, who I am? And they take a little swallow and we take a little swallow and go, wow, that's really good. I think I'd like to do this again. And so we begin this dating process and soon we're so madly in love with the, the fragrance and the sweetness of the other person. And we, before long, we're, we're, we're ready to get married and we get married and we deeply imbibe and we love each other. And that's so great. But everybody drinks out of our loving cups in life. If you're a if you're a human being and you're not narcissistic and just hate everybody, you, you're open. People are always, all day long, going to be drinking out of your cup. And it's terrible, but sometimes we get to a place where we come home and we feel so empty. And we, you know, I just can't wait to be home because I'm going to get a big, a big slurp out of Glenda's cup because I got to have it. I'm empty. Well, Glenda's empty too, and I didn't know that. So I come home and say, hey, I need you to give me a drink. I want to, I want, and she goes, no, I need something from you. And all of a sudden yeah. we're, we're sitting with our backs to each other and building a wall and saying, I got to have this little bit I got left or I'll die. And, and the truth is that we can't survive like that. There's an illustration in the scriptures when Elijah went to the widow of Zarephath and during the time of drought and God had said, I've got this widow lady and she's going to take care of you. And he gets there and this woman is a little, has a son and she and he are fixing to eat their last meal when Elijah walks up and says, Hey, sweet lady, I understand you're supposed to feed me. And she said, Oh, but you're too late. I, this is the last meal, the last oil, and we're going to eat this last old cake and we have no more. And he says, well, didn't God tell you to feed me? And she says, yes. And so he ends up taking that last piece of bread and eating it and having the audacity to smack his lips and enjoy it. And she and her son are sitting there and the son's going, mom, that was ours. And and Elijah says, why don't you go make you some? She says, no, it's empty. Don't you understand? There is no more. He says, please go. And she goes in the house. She's mad. She dumps the stuff and there's, there's a pile of, of flour and then there's no oil, but there's oil. And so she makes a cake, goes out. She doesn't understand. She puts it on the fire and she and he eat, all of them eat. And then Elijah says, let's go have some more. Go make a second. And she said, no, no, it's really empty this time. Goes back and she gets it. And the Bible says for three years, he lived with them and the the barrel never ran out and the oil never ran out. And the reason was that God was her source. And when we as a husband and wife understand that God is our source for this loving cup that we've got. And when our spouse comes to us and we feel empty, let's expect God to fill us up and let's give the last drop you got. If you give the last drop you got and not feel selfish about it, you'll find out next morning you wake up and there's more because God will fill your cup. God's our source. 
she's not my source. When I learned that, that, that changed things. God's my source. And she's got to understand that about me too. So when we go to him, when we pray, when we cry out to God, he fills us up and gives us sufficient, not only to bless our sweetheart and our kids and people around us, but then all of a sudden we find out our cup's filling up too, because God loves to keep us full as long as we're willing to give it. Yeah, what a powerful depiction of the relationship that you have with your spouse, especially when you feel like you are on empty and you're coasting in on fumes and you're like, this little bit that I have, I need this. I need this to get by. But just the principles of that he revealed there, like you giving that is you allowing God to open up a, a reservoir in your heart for him to come pouring through you mm-hmm. in a powerful way. I often say this when we talk about tithe and offering and just being generous in, in general, um, is that if you're anointed as a giver, you'll never run out of that which to give. And that's because the Bible says that he gives seed to the sower. That is 2 Corinthians 9, 10. That's what he said. He said, now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. So if you're faithful in sowing, he's going to be faithful in providing the seed. But the moment you choose to withhold your love from Mm -hmm. your spouse or from others or your gift, is the moment where you create the blockage and then you are left to survive on that which you withheld. Mm -hmm. So whatever you have right now, if you choose to hoard that up for yourself and eat it, know that that's what you're going to have to survive on. But if instead you choose to look at that which is in your hand as a seed and say, I might have had a really tough day. I might feel exhausted, but I'm still going to serve my spouse. Then God will open up this supernatural reservoir where he will come pouring through. It really puts in perspective how much more you need God to fill you and heal the places of your soul so that you are able to serve your spouse because that's what we're called to do in our marriage. And so allowing God to fill your cup so that you're not running on empty because so many of us run on empty every single day and then we run to this person to make us happy and then we get disappointed and you talked about a blockage i was uh, i remember hearing the sermon and it resonated so much with me about how god is like a river and whenever we uh, put up a blockage we basically allow that river to bypass us and then we basically create this reservoir that is stagnant because where there's not a river it becomes like a swamp and so you start sitting in self-pity doubt being a victim feeling condemned and that's exactly what the enemy wants you to do so instead of this water flowing and if you've ever seen a stream you can actually drink water from it because as it trickles down the rocks and everything it actually is purified yeah so it's so powerful to allow those moments to shape and mold you and allow this river to come through and it's not easy at times because of places of trauma and hurt and sometimes you know that's your uh, coping mechanism where you build walls because you feel the need to protect yourself. And so allowing God to heal those places of hurt through prayer, through reading God's word, um, and allowing and and trusting God in this process that he knows the best for you and allowing him to heal those places of hurt so that you are not that stagnant swamp, but you are actually in this river and allowing that water to run through you. Yeah. 
So why don't you release the flow in your marriage? Why don't you break down the dams and the barriers right now by going to sign up for Marriage with a Mission, this virtual workshop we're doing October the 9th. It's this Saturday, and it's going to be so powerful right now, ryancoleempowerment.com slash marriage mission. Um, well, that's kind of all that we wanted to do for today's episode. Mm-hmm. We have so much that we've poured out over the last couple of weeks. We wanted to recap a little bit and just push you towards that workshop. But um, but we also want to encourage you to give, to be a partner with our ministry, to help us spread this message as far and wide as we possibly can. We have so many resources in the works to release to you, but we need resources uh, ourselves to be able to put these things into production. Mm-hmm. We're looking at um, new books and materials and all of that costs money to print and ship. And you're talking about in the tens of thousands of dollars just to get the resources to us so that we can distribute it to you. So, um, and not only that, you know, everything from what we're doing every single week and editing and all of that energy that we are outputting and making sure that we have the operational costs covered for this. Everything that we do from the live streaming to um, the text messages that you're able to send in and we're able to respond to you personally. All of these are monthly subscription fees like that we're utilizing, right? Resources and and, uh, to be able to advertise more and get our message to more people and get it in front of them so that they can get their marriage healed or they can date well. So we need your support. Please partner with us right now by going to my website, ryancoleempowerment.com. Um, you know, when you go there for the marriage with a mission, why don't you throw a a tip in the tip jar, so to speak? I heard somebody say that and I liked it, but, um, every single month, even if it's as small as $10, $25, whatever you have, um, it'll be an investment, not only in your own marriage, but in the world of marriage and being able to reach many people. Yeah. We believe this information was not only for us. I think we stumbled upon it and we were blessed with it, but we believe that this is transformational for other couples and a lot of other families that are hurting that need this healing and uh, this restoration process to take place by receiving these uh, the, these principles and all these free resources that we give out. So we appreciate those who have partnered with us. And um, if you have been a listener of Needed, po- uh, Needed Conversations, which is our podcast, we want you to subscribe um, and make sure that you give us a review if you haven't done so already. That also helps us to spread the word. All right. Well, we will be back with new episodes of Needed Conversations very soon. So Um, We hope to see you at this Saturday's virtual workshop, Marriage with a Mission. And until then, God bless. God bless.